night. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's Let's go. jump into this one uh this person was going to be first one up uh anyway but i as i was sitting here oh yeah and if i sound a little bit distracted it's because i'm distracted i'm catching up on all the uh olympics and as usual i'm sitting in front of a tv while talking to a screen so let's see how focused uh i can get on this one this person was going to be on today's hit list anyway but then i just saw some shit And I'm talking about Raven motherfucking Saunders. Now, I have not given her the title of motherfucking just yet, but she just earned the title of motherfucking. Now, before we get in on my main girl, Raven, gang, I just found out that her mother passed away. I mean, again, can you guys imagine? I can a little bit. Can you imagine the tornado of fucking emotions that Raven is going through right now? She just stepped off of an Olympic medal stand and now has to plan a fucking funeral for the woman that gave birth to her. Now, now, gang, I can speak with a little bit of experience on this one. Let me tell you something. You got one mom's. You, you, just, you got one mom's. That's it. That is it. Yeah, you got play moms and play aunts and all this other shit. And, oh, she's like, mama, shut the fuck up. You only have one. And yeah, there's an exception to every fucking rule, Jack. But you make sure that you get right with your moms. Whatever fucking issue that you think you got, trust me when I tell you, it is worth hammering out. Whatever disagreement you got going, whatever fucking misunderstanding you got going, I'm telling you, one day you are going to stand over a box and in that box will be your mother's fucking body, Jack. You do not want to go to your grave regretting not telling your moms, I love you, I'm sorry. Whatever the fuck you got to do to get right with moms, you do it. But again, Raven lost her mom. Not what, two to three days after she made Olympic fucking history. Now, Raven's mother is Clarissa, and I have never met Clarissa, and I just saw Clarissa's face right now, and we are going to extend her the title of motherfucking. So, gang, the first drink for today is going to be for Clarissa motherfucking Sanders. You have earned your rest, and thank you so much for providing us a motherfucking Olympian. Your daughter's fantastic, which means you ran a tremendous race. So for Clarissa motherfucking Sanders, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jen and Truth, let's go. All right. So, gang, back back to Raven, who, who, who was on today's hit list anyway. Hold on, where's Buddy? Okay, just checking. Buddy's fine. Q-tip's good. So, gang, the reason why Clarissa made today's hit list Again, if you don't know who that is, she's an Olympic shot putter. She was the one whose hair was was that green and purple. V- very uh, close haircut. 
and uh, her, her COVID mask when she performed, when she threw the rock, was either the Joker's mask or the Hulk. And she was a total character, and she totally played it up. And she totally won a fucking medal. She's fucking incredible. Now, when she got her ass on the stand, I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. What made her worthy of conversation today, gang, is that she put her arms over her head in the letter X. And then she stepped off the podium. That was it. Lewis Johnson, who I actually know, he has interviewed me a great many times. I remember Lewis when he was a reporter in Austin back in in my playing days. Hashtag look me up. I need a reporter's job. And he was like, yo, what was that? That was unusual. And she said, X represents where all marginalized societies meet. And he was like, well, which ones? And she named the ones that she was a part of. And I'm quite sure she probably meant everyone. But in her case, the LGBTQ community, Lewis Johnson's on my TV right now, the black community and the mental health community. Now, gang, first and foremost, maybe just because I'm the son of an officer, let me tell you guys something. Rules are rules. And just like when I got on uh, Shikari, I think it's a stupid rule to, to sit there and say that you can't smoke a joint, pop a gummy, do whatever. But the bottom line is it's a fucking rule. Yeah, I know, I know, Megan Rapinoe, so on and so forth, the blase and the glavenoids. But Athlete 101 says you are 100% responsible for what goes in your body. And yes, I know it looks bad. I think there was some Michael Phelps shit. There was the Megan Rapinoe shit. I got that. And I'm all about the rules. And she broke the rules. But you are responsible for what goes in your body. Marijuana can't go in your body. Now, the reason why I bring up the rules, gang, is because the IOC said... There, there are no protests on the metal stand. So now they're investigating, does that count as a fucking uh, a protest? I did not get uh, the result because I'm going to tell you something. I don't care what they say. I do not care. Now, again, the reason why I'm going to talk about this one today, gang, is if you are in league, if you are in bed, if you think this is a great decision, Again, I just don't think you can call yourself racially tolerant anymore. I mean, do you really love sports so much and hate social injustice so much that again, she Raven did her fucking job, Jack. Right? He's like, well, why can't you just shut up and dribble? She did. And that fucking monster of a human being threw that rock further than fucking anyone else on the planet right now. Her, her, her putting up the letter X with her arms did, had nothing to do with her performance. And some of you assholes are going to get upset because she had the audacity to say, at least in this case, gay people, lesbians, trans, bi, right? A- asexual. Everyone on that list, I see you. Black people, I see you. You're important. People living with conquering and sometimes suffering 
with their mental health. She said, I see you. And some of you fucks are going to sit here and say, well, why can't you just, you know, <laughs> not on my time. Fuck your time. Again, you don't get your, to call yourself tolerant, at least not to me anymore. Why don't you send us a text? Why don't you send an email, right? You, you, you guys are so busy saying, well, why can't you just call a press conference, Colin Kaepernick? Shut the fuck up. Again, which one of the five dozen fucking press conferences would you like to talk about? Why don't you tell us when is a good time to talk about marginalized fucking uh, communities? Seriously, I I would like to know. Because I actually remember a shirt that Colin Kaepernick wore, right? And something along the lines of, you know, when we talk, y'all are mad, right? When when we march, y'all are mad. When we kneel, y'all are mad. And he basically just broke down everything that, you know, POCs do and our fucking allies that everyone takes offense to. Everyone gets pissed off about. Again, it's what can we do that's going to make y'all happy? And you know what I know what that answer is? It's for us to shut the fuck up. You don't want to feel uncomfortable. And the sad part is that makes you feel uncomfortable. She simply put her arms in an X to say, marginalized societies, I see you. You think you would be all about it, but apparently some of you assholes are not. So again, hit Uncle Bobby up. Hit him with the DM at RCRead40, at RCRead40. Hit him up. When is a good time to talk about marginalized societies? Again, Colin Kaepernick, again, I would agree with you. If he said downset hike ran 20 yards in the wrong direction, ripped off his football jersey, put on a daishiki, you know, spiked the ball, got on a knee, put up the black power fist, and I would say, yo, dude, that's affecting your job. But again, Colin Kaepernick sat on the bench and did not say a word. A reporter saw what he was doing and asked him about it. Until then, we had no idea. We had no long how long Colin had been sitting on the bench. Then Colin said, yo, you know what? I'm not going to stand up for a song that does not represent people who look like me. Then a white troop, a white troop, a white troop, you know, the people that we jerk off so much. It was a white troop who told a black football player, if you want to get your fucking message across, get your monkey ass off the bench and take a knee. It was a white dude who told a protesting black dude to take a knee. Funny how that little nugget of knowledge is constantly being left out. So again, you all can go fuck yourselves. Again, please tell Raven, when is a good time to talk about marginalized societies? Again, I just don't think you get to tell your to, to call yourself the least bit tolerant. You your your heart, you were born with the heart, what was it? Five sizes too small? Was it the Grinch that sold fucking Christmas? That's you. The IOC made a rule that there can be no protest. But one more thing before I close this portion out. They're about to do the women's uh, 200. God damn. I am pretty sure this women's this woman's legs are bigger than mine. God damn. She's amazing. Shit. Oh, wait. I think she's actually a UT grad. She is a UT grad. God damn. I looked it up, gang. 
I think there are over 30 UT people competing in the Olympics. God damn. Hold on. Where the fuck was I? Oh, one more thing before I close this shit. <laughs> we'll be back on topic. Again, I've said it before. Today's villains are tomorrow's heroes. I, I learned as a late 40-year-old dude, I learned about Tommy John and Juan Carlos. They were heroes in my history book. And some of you idiots are like, oh, who the fuck? Shut the fuck up. The 1968 Olympics. Two black dudes got on the fucking metal stand. You know the fucked up portion is? The one white dude on this podium, he was all about it. He supported them. They put their head down and they put up the black power fist. Now, what you don't see is that they weren't wearing any shoes. Right? So what they were saying, other than the obvious that black people are being butt fucked and not in a sexy, vibrant way in this country, right? We're good enough to cheer for. But again, it was Jesse Owens' brother. When he came back, yeah, little known fact, Jesse Owens' brother, he's an Olympic medalist too. When he came back, gang, he was literally living on the streets and cleaning them. He had so little money, the only outfit he had was his Olympic track suit. Nothing like seeing a dude that you fucking cheered for on TV, you emotional maggots. And then when he comes back stateside, you guys called him a nigger and wouldn't give him a job to keep the lights on. Not enough money to to, to go buy clothes. Again, it's like I said about Simone Biles. Right, We're good enough to cheer for but let Simone break her leg because she had the ips, right? She couldn't focus, right? You guys will be sad for a day and then another nigger will come along and you'll forget all about Simone Biles. But guess what? Simone Biles has to live as Simone Biles the rest of her fucking life. All of you can go fuck yourself. I mean, seriously. Raven simply got on that stand and said, I see you. And some people are going to sit here and they are saying, why can't you just shut up and dribble? And to those people, you make me fucking sick. All right, guys, I'm having a feeling today's going to be a humdinger. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go, gang. This one may take up the entire time. So, guys, I told y'all. I will never apologize. I have never apologized and I will never fucking apologize. From the day I got on Twitter, every time I see a video of a white person getting the justice they fucking deserve, I retweet it. And by justice, I mean when you walk up to a black person and you call them a nigger, when you call them a spook, in this instance, when you jump to go pick your cop, name the insult, right? Again, when you do that and you get your monkey ass tossed up, I will always retweet that. I will. And I will always tell you how much it makes me smile. It makes my teeth whiter. It makes my bones stronger. It makes my mental health better. Because again, I, the, the ratio is pretty strong. Every white person who has come up and called a black person by their given name, it's funny how those are the ones that get to go home that night and eat solid food with the same amount of teeth they woke up with that morning. 
But but some of these white fuckers, again, there again, if you're feeling froggy, then jump. If you feel the need to walk up to a six foot three inch bald headed, broad shouldered black dude, again, if you're feeling froggy, then jump. If you think you can call him a nigger and get away with it, let's see what happens. Because here's the thing. On one side of it, that person just may let you go. Like, all right, I don't want to fuck with you. Or maybe you'll get a little history lesson, right? Be like, yo, let me tell you about the word nigger. Maybe you weren't aware of the weight it carries. Or the third option, you get your ass beat so fucking bad that not even your dental records will be able to identify you. People are going to see this pile of shit and they're going to wonder, as I just belched, hashtag unprofessional. Gank the women's 200. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, the pocket rocket. Ah, she's going to lose. Gang, she's not going to make up this fucking stagger. She's going to get third, Jack. Oh, my fucking God. No, she's not even going to make the metal stand. Holy shit. Holy shit. The Jamaican superwoman didn't get the fucking metal stand, Jack. The pocket rocket came in fucking fourth. Holy shit. I told you I was going to be distracted. Oh, my God. The American came out of nowhere. Shelly Frazier Price. I am. My jaw is on the ground. I didn't. Oh, my God. Gang, if you bet on this in Vegas, that fucking Shelly and Price, Frazier Price was going to get fucking fourth place. You are a multi-trillionaire right now. What were the odds on that? Holy shit, but back on topic. So again, the last choice is, again, you get slaughtered. People are going to see that pile of blood and bones and fur, and they're going to wonder, are these human remains? Or did a fucking deer get hit by an 18-wheeler? Who knows? And so again, again, it's funny. No, it's not. But it's funny how many white people don't get their ass kicked for not calling black people out of their name. You know, gang, the reason why I bring this shit up, because again, I saw a video today, and I told you, I will always fucking retweet it, and I will always make a comment about it. Again, in the beginning, when I first started, and again, I'm not arrogant enough to sit here and tell you that I change people's minds. I'm pretty sure those people just dropped off when they realized you're talking to a wall. You know, I'm not going to change my mind on this. Now, I retweeted a video of a white boy. They were in high school, and he told a black girl, go pick my cotton. It's over there. Now, gang, I'm pretty sure this was a glass container of some kind because I'm pretty sure I heard it break. She went up, and she hit him with that container. He put his arm up to block it, hence the breakage. Right, And she screamed at him, don't say that to me. Now, again, of all the fucking, hold on, let's let's take a look here. Let's check the people's iPhone of knowledge. So hold on, I I tweeted that out. Fuck, okay, that was way this morning. Hold on, let's go, let's go. Okay, here we go. All right, let's go. I tweeted that out. Yeah, 55 comments, 20 plus retweets. 215 likes, and it's going to get some more traffic. So, yay. Right? Yeah, hold on. Can you guys hear this? Let, let's see if we can hear it. 
Did you guys hear that? Right? That little fucking racist sack of shit said, go pick my cotton. And the black girl came and she hit him. Yay, her. And again, 99% of all the comments, you guys were on my side. So I, I definitely want to point that out. But the reason why this one's definitely on today's hit list, gang, is because someone piped up and it's a normal bullshit. Right? Well, if you do that, you're promoting violence. And, you know, if you do that, you know, I'll charge you with assault and battery. Okay. First and foremost, please go fuck yourself. And in all honesty, me and this dude, we ended it on a very civil tone. But gang, I've told you once, I'm going to say it again. We have more consideration for fucking chickens in this country. I live in Austin, Texas. It is a city of extremes. Hardcore hunters. And by that, I mean people who will not eat meat that they do not kill and process themselves. And the other half of this city are the hardcore vegans. I know, shock, surprise, they don't agree with each other. They just don't. But there's one thing that both sides agree on, and that is stay away from uh, factory farmed meat. And you know what? I agree. Then I already told y'all, one, I do everything I can to support you know, I'm not going to say the name of the store, but there's a store that has, you know, humanely processed uh, meat. And I also told y'all's monkey ass, I'm not going to feel bad when I'm so fucking lazy. All I want to do to go is fucking to H-E-B and get myself a fucking steak or some chicken. Go fuck yourselves. When you start putting cash on the barrel head on my lifestyle, then you can tell me what to eat. Until then... It's an opinion and hashtag. I don't give a fuck. But back on topic. They both will tell you that you can't eat factory farmed meat. The reason being because of the cruelty. For the 20th time, what has Uncle Bobby always said? You got 150 chickens on a conveyor belt strung up by their neck. Chicken 150 got to see 149 of their brothers and sisters get their neck slit. And what do we always hear? Well, if you eat that, that's going to be fear meat. Well, again, when it comes to me, all I'll tell you, it's fucking delicious. Your threats don't work. Oh, now I'm like Job of the Hut, right? <laughs> Your Jedi mind tricks don't work on me, boy. Okay. Again, tell me the benefits of being a vegan. Don't threaten my lifestyle. You can go fuck yourself. Right. But again, we sit here and we and we say you, you don't want to eat a chicken that's afraid. Right. This all 150 of its brothers get the axe. That's what we say about chickens. Again, I've told y'all's monkey ass a million times. The Uncle Bobby timeline is very short when it comes to racism. I've seen racism. I've experienced racism. Y'all have already known about my dad, my mom, my grandparents, my aunts, my uncles. We got shit on. My mother was raised on a fucking plantation. An actual plantation. Right? You don't think some of that got passed down to me? And so my point in bringing that shit up is, again, it's... What's a threat? What's a bad word? to you is a legitimate threat to me again when you heard the word nigger especially when my dad was my age and younger 
especially when my dad was a boy, when you heard the word nigger, the countdown was on. You were literally about to get your ass whipped or you're going to die. Emmett Till's supposed to be 80 years old this year. Did you guys know that? And they told that nigger, don't look at a white woman. And you'll never guess what they did. So again, what's just an ouchy word for some of you guys is a legitimate threat to everyone else. And if you're on that side and that feels at a legitimate threat, we don't have the luxury of time to sit here and try and figure out is someone just joking. Right? I've told you all before, if you threaten my mom, if you say you're going to hurt my mother, Again, I'm not taking a half a second to figure out if you were just in a jovial mood. I told you, I'm going to hurt you, and I'm going to hurt you permanently. I'm going to stomp a fucking mud hole in you, and I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to make sure that you are awake enough so that you can sit there and watch me watch you die. I am not going to wait to see if you are just simply joking around. And I also love it. I'm going to squeeze this one in before the fucking break. Again, it, it's the quadruple speak. Gang, I just need a drink for no fucking reason. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and truth. Let's go. Again, I live in a country that constantly wants to talk about how horrible the word nigger is. Right? To my black family, how many times have all of us been told that the word nigger is so bad, not even black people should say it, right? Then you get fucked around and someone tells you that, you know, it's confusing for white people. Well, Robert, how can I not call you a nigger or how can my kid not call you a nigger when they hear it in the rap music? I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. Again, hashtag unprofessional. Gang, on the top 5,000 things that you have to worry about on a regular basis as a parent, on the top 5,000 list, if anywhere on your top 1 million list is that you can't stop your fucking brat from calling me a nigger, you are officially the worst fucking white parent on the fucking planet. I'm talking calling CPS level bad. What the fuck's the matter with you guys? Right? We're constantly being told how bad certain racial terms are. That is the worst thing on the fucking planet. And then when a black person acts accordingly, what do they tell us? Right? It's, oh, yeah, you, you should calm down. Shut the fuck up. Again, don't ask more from me than what you're willing to give yourself. Again, I have never beaten up a black, a black person. Hashtag Freudian slip. I've never beaten the shit out of a white person because they came up, shook my hand and said, hello, Robert. Then I just say, hello, Jim or hello, Susie. This really isn't that hard of a fucking topic. When white people keep the word nigger out of their mouth, they tend not to get the shit kicked out of them that day. But again, when I'm sitting here, oh, guys, Gwenberry, Gwenberry, holy shit. Gang, I just saw me with hair throw the fucking hammer. And okay, you know what? This is Thor. Gwenberry is actually fucking Thor. So someone, someone say the Odin quote. For real. Yeah, I'm serious. 
If she put her hand out and focused, I'm pretty sure Mjolnir would come across the fucking screen, Jack. Yeah, I'm serious. I just saw myself throw the fucking uh, hammer. That was absolutely amazing. Where the fuck was I? I told you I'm going to be distracted. I'm catching up on the Olympics. Oh, that's right. Again, it's funny. No, it's not. On when how white people don't call black people niggers, they don't get their ass kicked that day. Treat me how you want to be fucking treated. Right? It's okay. Hold on. This is this is a good spot. Let me write some shit down because y'all know how Uncle Bobby works. His brain is fucking meatloaf. And I didn't sleep last night, so y'all can go fuck yourselves. Okay, uh, fuck it. All right. So, gang, again, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock. I'm pushing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up. This delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. I'm black. Gang, I'm sitting and they just showed another fucking picture of Gwen Berry. Let me see. This is ridiculous. Whosoever shall hold this hammer, if she be worthy, may she possess the power of Thor. And right as that happened, yeah, uh, McLaughlin, McLaughlin, uh, motherfucking uh, U.S. Olympic sprinter. Yeah, I mean, you got to be fucking kidding me, gang. USA just came in one and two in the quarter hurdles. First and foremost, Again, I, I used to be in this kind of shape. <laughs> I remember when Michael Phelps was all the talk and all the fucking rage, right? And people were like, oh, he eats 10,000 calories. Hey, shut the fuck up. Right? I used to play fucking football, Jack, long before, you know, you would sit there and you're like, oh, do you need water? It's like, you couldn't drink any fucking water, right? I'm outside for six to seven hours a fucking day. I'm wearing full fucking pads. I'm with every single meal, gang. I'm eating literally a loaf of bread with every meal, and I am still starving. And even at my peak condition, I'm looking at this lady, and she just cranked out a 50-second quarter hurdle. Gang, I could not run the 40 in 50 seconds these days. Again, it is crazy talk. You know, once upon a time, you used to look at these ladies like when I was a kid, you would see like Flojo, right? And all you're like, oh, I want to fuck her. Well, I'm fucking 16 years old. Now I'm knocking on 50's door. And all I can think is like, oh, she's young enough to be my daughter. Go, little girl, go. Right? She's a fucking child. How did I get old? I thought it would take longer to get older. Fuck me. But Gwen Berry. Again, look her up. Tell me that is not Robert Reed with fucking hair, Jack. Then that lady just threw the hammer from here to fucking New Zealand. But back on topic. Okay, gang, again, stop calling black people niggers and you will find out how easy it is to keep all your teeth. And so again, and, and again, so again, the overwhelming majority of the comments were fantastic. But again, there was that one comment. And again, this person is not alone. People feel this way. And it's the whole, well, if you did that, that's actually assault. 
Okay, I put that in the same fucking category as the people who say the stupid shit of when you go woke, you go broke. Let me tell you stupid bastard something. You guys don't think that those athletes aren't 100% aware that their protests are going to come with, oh, I don't know, some disagreement. Maybe someone sat down. Again, all you pro-lifers, you can eat a bag of dicks because it takes a LeBron James to be able to say, you know what's more important than my next $5 million check? What's more important than that is someone's life. So I'm going to talk for the person who can't talk themselves. Right? Again, I told you, what's an insult or just a naughty word to some of you assholes is a direct threat on our lives. And black people are acting accordingly. And you guys are, some of you guys are sitting here saying stupid shit. Like, well, if you would do that to me, I would just, you know, I'd file assault charges. Okay. First and foremost, again, please go fuck yourself. Seriously, fuck yourself with an enormous, heavily spiked cactus. You don't think we, I mean, seriously. Do you not think black people are aware that if we hit you, that maybe, just maybe, we could be a charge with assault and battery? But again, your ability to file a lawsuit doesn't mean your monkey ass is going to win. It just doesn't. Gang, right now, if I felt froggy, I would jump and I would call the cops and I could tell them that my next door neighbor, they just hit me. And they'll come out and they will investigate. And when they find out that I didn't do shit, they're going to walk away. Right? Yeah, your ability to file a lawsuit doesn't mean jack shit. Again, bottom line, keep your fuck the word nigger out of your mouth. We won't kick your ass. How, what the fuck is that? Okay, I just saw a text. Okay, back on topic. <laughs> but back to you fuckers. Again, don't racially insult us or threaten us. And maybe, just maybe, we won't kick your ass. Again, stop asking more from us than what you are willing to give yourself. And this person who was defending, and I say defending, this person said that they weren't. There, there's no, there's really no two ways about this, right? You're either on the side of that black girl or you are literally defending a racist. And this person was like, well, you know, Robert, that's not what I'm saying. You know, my politics are actually far left. I'm just saying that, you know, that's not an appropriate response. Okay, again, seriously, go fuck yourselves. You cannot be in a society that says that the word nigger is so terrible and so horrible. Oh, here we go. Bubba, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Again, I cannot live in a fucking society that tells me that this is the worst thing since fucking pineapple on pizza, the Atlanta Falcons, and fucking Chernobyl. And then when I act appropriately or accordingly, you tell me, well, I shouldn't have gotten so upset. You cannot have it all 900 ways. And yes, it just gets to a point where you are literally defending a fucking racist. This person had stronger words for the black girl who hit the white dude than he had for the fucking white dude who literally told a black child, go pick my cotton. If that was my daughter... Again, I would be up at that school, Jack, in a fucking heart. You know, matter of fact, let me tell you guys this. And I told you guys this before. We are at a point in this society to where 
We make excuses for white murderers and we demonize black victims. And again, this person was trying to keep it real, but it was a fail. Right, my my the guy who gave me my very first black belt, gang, Tony Morell. There was never a time where Tony Morell was not smiling. Tony called everyone family. He called everyone brother or sister. Maybe that's where I got it from. He loved to share food with people. And I just belched, hashtag unprofessional. And Tony loved to smile. Now, that being said, Tony can kill you with his fucking pink. Oh, wait, hold on. That, that's another John Wick. Kill with a fucking pencil, right? Fucking Vigo. Let's <laughs> see with a fucking pencil, right? Tony can kill you with his fucking little pinky. But he was the nicest guy on the planet. And even while he was kicking my ass, Tony Morell always had a smile. Now, gang, there was one day in particular. Now, quick reference. We watched his daughter grow up. Jen, and she was always our little sister, always. She was that brat kid, not brat, but brat kid that was always running around the dojo, and we loved her. She was all of our little sisters. By all of us, I mean like a handful because Tony's school was small back then, right? Did y'all know I was his first black belt? I was. Yeah, I yeah, fuck, I can't believe that. Wow, that was a long time ago. Used to kick my ass. <laughs> but we would watch Jennifer, and Jennifer grew up in front of our eyes. And Jennifer Gang was one of those cases where, again, I'm so bad with ages. But at 11, 12 years old, she had the robust physique of a first-grade boy. The next time we saw her, like, you know, let's say 11 years old, 12 years old, and six months, she had the figure literally of a grown woman. She went from flat-chested to literally spilling out of her training bra. Right? She had hips. She had curves. She was just one of those. Sometimes people are late bloomers. Sometimes the God I don't believe in says, take all of this right now. That was Jen. Right? And there was a day, and it was, Tony came to work, you know, to teach us dumbasses how to fight. And he just wasn't himself. And I was like, okay, who's going to ask? Because <laughs> right? Tony always smiles. And so I asked, like, yo, you know, Sifu, what's, what's going on? Gang, let me tell you what happened. Again, Jen went from flat-chested to, let's just say, a grown-ass woman overnight. And there was a boy at her school who would not stop coming behind her and grabbing her breasts. And she kept saying, you got to stop. He didn't stop. You got to stop. You got to stop. He didn't, She just it, it wouldn't stop. So, gang, if you, if you smile... When I'm getting ready to say what I'm getting ready to say, congratulations, you're a martial artist. So on that last grab, when she said, you got to stop, she didn't hold her hand, his hand. She gripped his hand bones. Now, some of you are smiling. That means you're a martial artist, right? She held the bones in the guy's hands. Translation, he couldn't move, right? Jen was incredibly strong. So when we were getting our ass kicked when she was a little kid, she'd always come and give us shoulder rubs. And it's like, oh, Jen, and it actually felt good. She had a natural talent for massage. But then it got to a point where literally when she kind of grew up, we were like, you're hurting me. <laughs> she had this kung fu grip out of nowhere. So I know when she gripped his hand bones, that little fucker couldn't go anywhere, Jack. She reached back with her free hand. And like we say, you grab cloth or you grab hair. She pivoted, and again, some of you martial artists, you're getting the picture in your, your, in your head. 
She moved her hips on the inside of his hip bones. Gang, she proceeded to give that little fucker the world's most perfect judo toss. At the end of the day, he was just humiliated, honestly and truly. Now, the reason why Tony was upset wasn't just at his daughter, but not basically, by definition, being sexually assaulted. Tony was mad because when he was called into the office, they told Tony Morrell, my teacher, Mr. Morrell, we know you like your 99 degree black belt, and we're pretty sure that you're teaching your daughter stuff, but the next time she assaults one of our students, we're going to suspend her. Tony said, I'm going to stop you right there, fuckface. And I can't imitate Tony's Brazilian accent, so just put a really thick Brazilian accent in there. Tony said, no, that's not how this is going to work. The next time that you fail to protect my daughter, I'm going to teach her how to do something even fucking worse, Jack. My point in bringing that up is this is exactly what's happening. Why are we fucking more concerned with what the victim did to protect themselves than what the aggressor did to bring that shit on? Again, why are we talking about, you know, well, if you do that, you'll get charged with assault. Hey, fuckface, why don't you tell that white boy to stop telling a black girl to go pick his cotton? Again, we are making more excuses for the white aggressor than we are the black victim. And this is one of that thing that person said is like, well, you know, this is about freedom of speech. Like, no, fuck face, it's not. Again, the freedom of speech shit is the most bastardized amendment there is other than the second and the third, the fourth, the fifth. This country doesn't know shit about its own foundations. Gang, the fucking first amendment says what the government can do about your speech. Again, I can sit here and launch a website. I've told y'all before, I don't like Donald Trump, uh, DonaldTrump.com, and the government can't do shit. Now, when I launch the website, I'm going to lynch DonaldTrump.com. They're going to snatch my ass up. And as painful as it is to say, Donald Trump is a former president. You can't do that. The First Amendment speaks to what the government can do to your speech, not your next door neighbor. But if we're going to sit here and do this whole, because the dude was talking about, well, you know, his speech was protected. Okay, fine. But again, the freedom of speech thing, it protects the speech and expressions that you don't like. And you're right. He's allowed to say, go pick my cotton. And you know what she's allowed to do? She's allowed to disagree. Freedom of speech does not mean you have freedom from fucking consequence. And he was talking about the same shit with the KKK, that apparently the ACLU has protected the KKK's right to free speech. And you know what? I agree with that. The Klan should be allowed to speak, and they should be allowed to collect this ass whooping when they go up into my face and say, hey, you fucking nigger, I'm going to hang your mom. You don't get to sit here and say, well, Robert, it's protected. I let him say it, didn't I? And now I'm going to whip his monkey ass for opening up his mouth and threatening my mother's life. Again, you guys make the mistake of thinking that freedom of speech means freedom from consequence. And it does not. Right. And then he fucked around and said something. What did he say? But you don't get to determine what is offensive speech. And I said, once again, Hold your horses, Jack. I actually do. 
I actually get to tell you I don't like being called nigger. I don't want to be told to go pick some white boy's cotton. I do get to decide what is and is not offensive speech, just like the dude that I talked to over Twitter gets to decide. And then he's, again, you don't get to physically assault someone because they hurt your feelings. I'm like, could have fooled me. She just did. And again, I don't think that is self-defense. I don't think that's assault. I think that's self-defense. Because again, what is merely an insult to you is a legit threat to others. Again, we have more fucking compassion for things that walk on claws with fucking feathers than we do people of color in this country. You don't want to eat a chicken that saw 150 of its family members murdered, do you? Well, that person was just called a nigger, and so was their mother and their grandmother. Was Well, Robert, that counts as this. Shut the fuck up. Again, you guys make more excuses for chickens. This country has a habit of defending white aggressors, white murderers, while telling black victims, you need to be the ones to show more restraint. I'll tell you guys what it is. I tell my best friend loves this saying. The funny part is he's white and he says it word for motherfucking word. You're going to sit here and tell me what I have to do. No, I don't. All I have to do in this world is stay black and die, Jack. Everything else is a choice. And you have a choice to make self. You can choose not to racially insult black people. You can choose not to racially insult us. But some of you fuckers choose otherwise. That's why we got to snatch your monkey ass up. Gang, Uncle Bobby has given you two motherfucking problems. So Uncle Bobby is going to give you exactly two motherfucking solutions. To the IOC, well, you know what? First and foremost, let's give a little shout out. And we always give a little shout out with a drink. Gang, the first one up is the fucking Clarissa motherfucking Sanders. I would say Godspeed, but the whole atheism thing. You, you, you earned your rest, Miss Saunders. I'm, I am sorry for your loss. And I want to say thank you as a sports fan. You gave us one of the greatest shot putters we have ever had the honor to watch throw the rock. To Clarissa, I'm sorry. To Raven, I am sorry. I I am sorry that you lost your moms. I am sorry that you have to deal with this tornado of emotions right now. It's fucking terrible. And I am sorry that you're going through that. But back to the solutions, to the IOC. Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? Are you fucking serious? Note what, quote unquote, political statements on the stand, right? Again, today's villains are tomorrow's heroes. Excuse me. I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. It's crazy how saying I am recognizing marginalized portions of this society. How in the fuck did that become a political statement? That's just the right thing to do and to say. Just like uh, Juan Carlos and Tommy John. Did I say that right? God, am I that fucking tired that I messed up fucking icons? If I did, I apologize. All they simply were saying is, yo, don't kill black people. Colin Kaepernick, you name it. 
Again, you don't get to call yourself tolerant anymore. She was on that metal stand gang about as long as it takes for me to take a shit. She did her job, which was to throw a heavy metal object as far from the ring as humanly fucking possible. She did her job. And now she's being investigated because she broke the rules that there can be no protests on the stand. Oh, my fucking God. Again, if you support this, you don't get to call yourself tolerant anymore. Next one up for people who are still asking more from black people than you are their racist fucking aggressors. Shut the fuck up. You can't be serious. That boy told that black girl, that white racist sack of shit. And again, I'm looking at you, parents. That shit is not fucking uh, 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 born with. You are fucking taught that. And one more before I rip this little fucker. Where were his friends? Why did they not stomp a fucking mud hole in this little racist bastard's ass? Seriously, you got to be fucking kidding me. But again, for all of you who are still saying, well, you know, Robert, that's assault and battery. I need you to go fuck yourself. Again, you are asking more composure out of the black, yes, emotional assault. That again, what if you, it, fuck you. I do get to say what is and is not offensive. That black girl gets to decide what is, is not fucking offensive. And if all you got for me is that, well, you know, I'm going to charge you with assault, then you're a bitch. You are a straight up fucking bitch. Right? You're like Ben Shapiro. You literally sell a cup that says leftist tears. Every time you hit the mic, you say something fucked up about someone you don't agree with. And when they fucking uh, fight back, then you get to say, oh, I don't understand. Shut the fuck up. Again, you, you no longer get to sit here and tell me that you are tolerant. Again, it's like the people who want to sit here and defend, you know, Robert E. Lee. You don't get to call at least this black dude your friend anymore. Again, do not ask more from me than what you are willing to give yourself. I promise not to punch you in your face if you simply call me Robert. Fuck around and call me nigger. You may learn a valuable lesson that day. Gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. Let's go.